Zadaka. These Sherim, upright, are people who belong to the top group of seven categories of Sadikim, righteous men. They distinguish themselves by doing good to and for others. Rabbi Miller teaches that there is no word for charity in Hebrew, the closest term is Zadaka, which means justice, the rich giving to the poor is not, according to the Torah, an act of mercy, but an act of justice, as the poor have a right to share in the wealth of the nation and in the individual. It is merely an act of returning a person's share by one who is entrusted with its custody. I many have adopted the foolish attitude that one is doing a favor to another by giving zadaka, but ultimately, as shown above, he is only doing that which is right, returning a lost object, fulfilling a responsibility. By giving zadaka, ultimately he is doing no one a favor but himself. The recipient of zadaka is only receiving. 1. Secret of Happiness 87, Snilukat Ha Brit Vayachi. 151. What is rightfully his? Rabbi Abin teaches us that it is God standing in front of a poor man asking for a donation, it is he who rewards and punishes you. Rebbe Nachman teaches that the world is a pumping will through which the filled is emptied and the empty is filled, vengeance comes to Israel through the hands of the poor. Too, it is our job to make sure that the poor are given all they need as this wards off the judgment of heaven. Rabbi Moshe Alshich teaches us that poverty is willed by God so that the rich have the opportunity to treat the poor as equals and give to them. If the poor are put to a task that makes their dignity suffer, it is the rich that are at fault for failing their test. Even a servant must be given food, work, and housing as an equal. Three, the sages teach that each class wins credit for itself by the medium of another, by this one is joined to the tree of life. The rich help the poor, the righteous collect charity to distribute. The Snilukat Ha Brit on Parsha Vayachi teaches that each person is alike a limb of man, the rich and poor are all part of the same organism. Just like the heart and other organs are parts of one body. So the poor need not feel ashamed accepting donations as how would the body work if the heart refused to pass on blood? Each needs to contribute what God has given it. Concerning Zadaka, Rabbi Ashi teaches in Tractate Baba Batra that Zadaka is equal to all the other religious precepts combined. Rabbi Papa teaches that even if a beggar goes door-to-door we provide him with a small gift. Rabbi Eliezer teaches that one who causes others to do good is greater than the doer. If one does not give zadaka, heathens come to take it forcibly. Rebbe teaches that every piece of charity comes together as a suit of armor. We learn from Rabbi Yitzhak that one who gives even a small coin to a poor man obtains six blessings, but the one who gives him comfort receives eleven blessings. Rabbi Nachman ben Yitzhak teaches. 152 that if one is anxious to do zadaka, God will make sure he has the means to, and recipients fitting so that he may be rewarded for assisting them. Rabbi Yahashua Ben. 2. Midrash Rabbah Vi Ikra 34 9. 3. Torah Moshe. Levi teaches that he who habitually does zadaka will have wise, wealthy children well versed in Agadah. Rabbi Mayer lets us know that the poor exist so that we may be saved from Jehenim. Rabbi Yahashua ben Korcha teaches that whoever turns away his eyes from one who appeals for Zadaka is as if he worships idols. We learn from Rabbi Eliezer ben Yose that Zadaka and deeds of kindness bring peace and good understanding between Israel and her father in heaven. Concerning the strength of Zadaka, Rabbi Yehuda teaches that ten strong things have been created in this world, rock is hard yet it is cleaved by iron, iron is softened by fire, fire is quenched by water, water is brought by clouds, clouds are scattered by the wind, Wind is strong but the body bears it, the body is strong yet it is crushed by fright, wine banishes fear, sleep works off wine, and death is stronger than all yet Zadaka delivers from death. Only charity given with empathy with the needy has a life-giving effect. The Aor Ha Chaim in Vayera teaches that by giving Sadaka to a Sadiq, holy man, 
he includes himself in the Sadiq, and is thereby brought to perfection of the Ainsof, infiniteness of God. Taking one from where they are trapped to the most lofty spiritual level. 4. As we can see from what is stated above, the merit of Zadaka is so great that it can ward off the judgment that comes to one in the future. This is partly so because the Zadaka that we do is always with us, it is a way of life. Let us now look at its opposite, so as to know what to avoid. Rabbi Yitzhak teaches that taking interest on loans is a matter that affects. 153. The length of one's life. The prophet Ezekiel reveals this when he states, He has given money at interest, he has taken interest, shall he live? He shall not live, Ezekiel. 18, 13. Just as Zadaka delivers from death, we see here what its opposite does. Why is lending money on interest so bad? Rabbi Achabar Ada teaches that it is a matter of fearing God. Now we see how Zadaka is central to all the mitzvot we do. Lending money on interest is so far from the way of life of Zadaka that Rabbah compares lenders to shedders of blood. Just as murderers cannot make. 4.Bhavabhatra 9a, Snilukat Vayachi. Restoration caused by loss of life, so lenders on interest are not required to make restoration. 5. That which is crooked cannot be made straight seems to apply here. Zadaka has the opposite effect, as we find in the teaching of Rabbi Nachman of Breslov that giving Zadaka enables one to overcome difficulties and opens up new opportunities, therefore, one should always give Zadaka when beginning any new venture. 6. Selfish behavior, such as lending money on interest, closes doors so that they cannot be opened while acts of Zadaka are the door to new opportunity. But what should one do when he makes a great deal of money and has already given his 20% as declared proper in the code of Jewish law though, to them this is not much. Have they fulf1l1 add their obligation? Rabbi Nachman teaches that in fulfilling the mitzvah of Zadaka in a proper way one must break his natural instinct to be cruel and turn it into love, desiring to give Zadaka.7 For this question we can turn to Rabbi Shnur Zalman's teaching that charity can be dispensed without limit for the purpose of rectifying one's iniquities. Only one who has not sinned, or has rectified his sins by means of fasting or self-mortification, should give no more than one. 154. Fifth. For all others, Zadaka has no limit. As here as in many places the law must be understood in its context. Do not be one of those who fall into error by understanding the halakha and the shu one chanaru out of its context. Remember that all of God's ways are peace. In the way of Zadaka, Rashi teaches that whoever gives gleanings, forgotten sheaves, and corners of the field to the poor is credited as if he built the holy temple and brought the. 4. Timura 6b. 5. Rabbi Nachman Stories 286. 6. Advice 239. 7. Tanya 433. Offerings within it. 9. It is Zadaka that builds the temple, just like in the Sinai desert, where the children of Israel gave up their silver and gold to make the works of the tabernacle. The sages teach us that three gifts, if not given by the Holy One, ultimately fail a man wisdom, strength, and wealth. One who, because of wealth, separates from his brethren does so to his own hurt. 10. Such is the way found so commonly today. People become wealthy thinking it is by their own might. Instead of sharing the blessing that is bestowed upon them, their hearts become puffed up and they become arrogant and separate from others, thinking that their wealth confers upon them a superior status but this is no more than vanity, and in the end it will be no more than a source of emotional turmoil and pain. The proper path is its opposite, as Bar Kapara teaches us to regard the poor man's flesh as one's own, eleven for we are all one in the eyes of God. One should never turn his eyes away from the needs of the poor. The sages teach concerning one who causes the practice of hospitality to wayfarers to be forgotten that the holy blessed one says his life shall be forgotten. 12 The sages show, in Tractate Sukkah, 
one who tries to collect twice on the same debt, lends money on interest, fails to. 155. Protest wrongdoing, or declares an intent to give Zadaka publicly and does not give, causes his personal property to go into the hands of the government. Rav adds that private property is confiscated by the state treasury on account of deferring payment of a laborer's hire or withholding a laborer's wage. Such is also the case with people who put the burden upon others. 8. Rashi Vayikra. 9. Midrash Rabba Bamidbar 22 7. 10. Ibid. Vayikra 34 14. 11. Midrash Rabba Koela 2 2. By evading taxes, and who are arrogant, which is equal to them all. 13. It is only by arrogance that one can foolishly raise himself so that he thinks that he is under no obligation to help his fellow man when it is within his power. It is only the coldness of arrogance that prevents his heart from being pained over another's condition. It could easily be one's own circumstance, so one must open his heart to others. Rabbi Eliezer teaches that the reward of Zadaka depends entirely on the extent of kindness in it, and that Jemala Chesedim, acts of kindness, are superior to giving charity. It all rests on intention, just as Torah that is learned in order to teach is the Torah of loving kindness. 14 In all things we should hope to receive so that we can give. Unfortunately, not everyone has this awareness. Sometimes we must persuade others to give Zadaka. As we see in Tractate Ketabot that Rabbi used coercion against Rabbi Watson ben Ami, exacting 400 zoos of Zadaka from him. 15 It is of course better if one gives Zadaka voluntarily, but if we need to persuade them, that is better than if they did not give it all. Likewise, when the situation arises we should provide others with the opportunity to. 156. Give Zadaka. Concerning who should give Zadaka. Rabbi Avira, in Tractate Gitin, teaches in the name of Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Ashi that if a man sees his livelihood is barely sufficient he should give Zadaka from it, all the more so if it is plentiful. The school of Rabbi Yishmael teaches that just as a sheep is shorn of its wool, so should one shear off some of his possessions, dispense it for Zadaka and thereby be delivered from Jehenim. Marsutra teaches that even a poor. 12. Sukkah 29b. 13. Ibid. 49b. 14. Kenabot 49b. Man who subsists on Zadaka should give Zadaka. 16. We should all share according to the means that we have been blessed with. As for the reward for our Zadaka, Rabbi Yudin teaches in the name of Rabbi Zerah and likewise Rabbi Yochanan teaches in the name of Rabbi Shimon bar Yochai the great is the merit of supporting the needy, it bringing the resurrection before its time. 17 This is clarified by Rabbi Shnur Zalman in the Tanya, where he teaches that all the acts of charity and kindness that the Israelites perform in this world out of the generosity of their pure hearts are alive and subsist in the physical world until the time of the resurrection. 18 The acts of Zadaka accumulate as the weight of offerings of silver to make the tabernacle accumulated till enough had been collected, and Betzalel built the tabernacle. So too have all the acts of Zadaka done during our exile continue to accumulate, bringing us closer to the ultimate redemption. One should be quick to give Zadaka because we see that it brings ultimate redemption closer, but also try to give where it is really needed. Rebbe Shimon teaches that when dealing with Esau, cunning and craft must be employed, as the serpent is cunning and tries to mislead. 19 Zadaka is greater when it is. 157. A greater act of kindness. As with any mitzvah, the more preparation and thought involved, the greater is the revelation. We learn in Avod by Nathan that one who gives money is blessed, whoever lends is greater, but one who sets a poor man in business, sharing the profits with him, is best. 20. As we can see, there are many levels of doing Zadaka. 15. Gitin 7a. 16. Midrash Rabba Song of Songs 2 5.
17. Tanya 59 liters. 18. Zohar 1 colon 138b. 19. Avod Rabbi Nathan 34a. And Zadaka is not analogous to the Western concept of charity, but has many forms. As stated earlier, Zadaka literally means justice, and is concerned with all areas of our lives. To be a vessel for the light of divine revelation, a person must fill his life with acts of Zadaka. Concerning such acts, Rabbi Eliezer teaches that if one restores the soul of a poor man even if it is his time to depart from the world, God restores his soul and gives him a new lease on life. But to withhold the wages of a poor man is like taking his life and the life of his household, as he diminishes their souls, so too God diminishes his days and cuts off his soul from Olam Haba. Even if by his deeds length of days is decreed for that man, it is withdrawn nor does the soul soar aloft. One who pays wages on the proper day is not taken from the world before his time. 21 All things rest on the proper course of action in matters of this sort. That is why the holy men upon whom the world depends are called Zadikim, for Zadakah is the foundation of the world, as will be explained later in a Kabbalistic writing with the help of the Holy Blessed One. Rabbi Levi lets us see the importance of Zadakah when he teaches in Tractate Yebamoth that the punishment for using false measures in commerce is worse than that. 158 for forbidden sexual relations. 22. A Zadik is a righteous man, but one who lets greed grow within him to such an extent that he cheats and steals from others cannot be called righteous. Unfair practices in business are the same as stealing. The rules that regulate honorable business practices are great and manifold. One should do his best to learn these laws so as not to act improperly but become a blessing to his community in all that he does. If one allows this path in business, he will have a much greater. 20. Zohar 3 84b. 21. Yebamot 21a. Chance to succeed. We learn in Tractate Megillah Law from Rabbi Yitzhak that if one labors in Torah he will succeed, not so in business as this requires the assistance of heaven, 23 but the memory of Torah also requires the assistance of heaven. It is by Mazel that the bestowing of financial blessing is decreed. Likewise, in order to be a vessel for such blessing, a person's actions should reflect divine will so that divine will may be bestowed upon him. Do not be mistaken to believe that all money comes as a blessing, because it can also be a curse. Many a man has fallen away from a divine awareness because of money. Financial success is controlled by mazel, one should not waste his time chasing riches, though one certainly has to do work so as to have a medium to receive financial blessing for if one has no tool to obtain money, how can it come? Yet, this end is of little importance compared to the needs of one's soul. When it is your time, your financial efforts will be blessed, but to chase desperately after such things is a waste of time when so many neglect the needs of their souls completely, and become swallowed up by the quest for money. Such is only foolishness. Concerning the true nature of making a living, Rabbi Nachman teaches that the time a 159. Person spends working as a battle against the forces of the other side. The goal is to sift out the sparks of holiness and elevate them. Sifting out the sparks is the main purpose of all business and commerce. One has to be literally perfectly honest. Every word he speaks should be true, but he must also keep his mind bound to Torah.24 Only one's exterior thoughts should be involved in the work itself, one's inner thought should always be bound to Torah. Rabbi Meir teaches in Tractate Kedushin that one should teach his son a clean and easy craft and pray year. 22. Megillah 6b. 23. Advice 148. Mislead to the one to whom all wealth and property belongs for from him it comes, not from one's calling. And Rabbi Shimon ben Eliezer teaches that animals are sustained without trouble. And they are only created to serve man, while man was created to serve his maker. If animals are sustained without trouble, how much more so should we be? 
we see the futility of wasting time chasing wealth. This is further taught by Rabbi Naharta, that every man's craft leaves him in his old age exposed to hunger, but Torah is not so. As it stands by him in his youth and gives him a future and a hope in old age. 25. There is no use in wasting time gaining mountains of physical sustenance as one cannot take any physical thing with him when he leaves this world, which is in a short time compared to the immortality of the soul. Or even our years of incarnation since the revelation at Sinai. The aim should be to traverse the mountains of separation between oneself and the Father in heaven. As King Solomon says in the Song of Songs, Song 2, 17, Turn my beloved and be like a roe or young heart on the mountains of separation. Do not make these mountains greater by unfair business practices, as Rashi teaches that one who measures things. 160. Out, i.e., engages in business practices, is called a judge. If he deals falsely in judgment, he is one who corrupts judgment and is called unrighteous, hated, accursed, abominable, detested. He defiles the land, profanes the divine name, causes the divine presence to be removed and casts Israel to the sword and exiles her from her land. 26 Rashi also teaches that Amalek, transmigratory souls whose main drive is the hatred of God and Israel, comes to attack Israel when they use. 24. Kiddush and 82b. 25. Rashi by Ikra 1935. False weights and measures, 27 and we can take this to mean all devious business transactions. After seeing these warnings involving business practices and their apparent dangers, one should not be altogether discouraged, for if one follows the proper path in these matters, he sanctifies the divine name by his actions in many ways. The Malbim teaches that it is necessary to be engaged in toil to acquire bread lest one become overwhelmed by thoughts of envy, passion, and the seeking of honor. 28 Working in the secular world gives us a chance to earn merit, brings God into the common world, and keeps us from doing what we should not. Some work will also allow us the freedom to do more good, as Rabbeinu Bakya teaches that if one becomes fully engaged with providing for maintenance and livelihood, it can be difficult to find leisure to devote himself to spiritual interests. Because of this our teachers, peace unto them, labored in secular affairs in which they could keep their thoughts and feelings focused on Torah. Abahel Kaya was a ditch digger, Shammai was a builder, Hillel was a woodchopper. 29 There are many ways in which one can work righteously while earning money to support his family and help others. It cannot be stressed enough, concerning the 161. Money one gets, that much rests on using it wisely. The sages, in Midrash Rabashimot teach that a rich man who lends to a poor man so that he can make money from interest, and takes his belongings if he cannot pay his debt, will be regarded as if he inflicted a wound upon him. 30 The way of God is kindness, so obviously such behavior does not. 26. Ibid. Dovarim 25 colon 17. 27. Malbim Parsha Bereshi. 28. Duties of the Heart 2 to 317. 29. Midrash Rabba Shemot 31, 13. Find favor before heaven, but only promote selfish desire in this world. All such behavior must certainly be avoided and should never even come to mind. In Tractate Sofram, Rabbi Yehuda tells us to be especially careful in certain occupations, as even the best physicians are destined to Jehenim and the most worthy butcher is Amalek's partner. 31 Obviously, these occupations involve major responsibility, as a physician can help save a life while a butcher does so spiritually by ensuring that Jews eat kosher meat. In both of these professions there is no room for error. How important it is for a physician to remember that his role is as a healer by helping patients, he should not be selling services to customers as a common businessman. Such was the behavior of the ancient Canaanites, whom God could not tolerate as we learn in the book of Numbers. Canaan was so called since Canaan was the word for merchant. 32. 
Rabbeinu Bakya teaches that one who robs the poor by unfair business practices and does not satisfy his liability with restitution is liable to death by the hand of heaven. 33. Rashi teaches that so great is the power of gifts to the poor that it changes the attribute of anger to mercy. 34. Rabbi Shnur Zalman further explains that charity is superior to all the commandments, protecting from death and. 162. Saving from sufferings lighter than death in this world. So we should be as zealous with this commandment as possible, and whoever performs it frequently is praiseworthy, as its effect is to solicit supreme life from the fountainhead of life, the Ain Sof, to the abode of the living and to the land of the Shechinatha. 30. Sofram 41a. 31. Midrash Rabba Bamadbar 23, 10. 32. Kadha Kemak, Chapter Robbery. 33. Rashi Bereshit 18, 16. Sukkah of David that has fallen, bringing about a supreme unification many times, bringing close the redemption. 35. The Torah ordains a complete order of righteousness in its economic system. We see some of its implications in the Jubilee year. Rabbi Miller explains that the Jubilee year prevents the misappropriation of property, keeping houses and poverty from accumulating in the hands of a few rich men. This prevents extreme poverty by assuring a race of independent, free landholders. 36 The law of the Torah ensures the sustenance of all, as we learn from the Torah of Rabbi Shnur Zalman that when one has only enough water to sustain himself he is not obligated to share this with another, but when the poor need bread for the mouth of babes, and wooden clothes to protect from the cold, their needs take precedence over from clothes, family feasts, meat and fish, and all the delicacies of a man and his household. 37 We see from this that we must live as a tribal people, taking care of each other's needs and seeing to it that everyone has his basic needs met before any of us can really afford luxuries. Rabbi Baki teaches that wealth enables one to perform suitable and desirable deeds. Riches were created so that one could fulfill the commandments, as the sages say, all gold was. 163. Created for the making of the tabernacle 38. If a person gives but a small coin to a poor man, he will be worthy of receiving the divine presence. The sowings of Zadaka are as enduring as treasures in heaven, but Zadaka given with an unhappy countenance and reproaches a sin and this forfeits the merit of the Zadaka. 39. As conclusion, we will cite the teaching of. 34. Tanya 513. 35. The Secret of Happiness 178. 36. Tanya 479. 37. Kadha Kemak, Chapter Wealth. 38. Ibid, Chapter Charity. Rabbi Nachman of Breslov, that the door that does not open for the collector of Zadakah will open for the doctor. 4.0 As one goes through life and sees he has given great amounts of money to Zadakah, he should not feel proud, as the money had been granted only to be shared. By distributing the money, one establishes justice, which is to be expected. The sages in the Midrash teach that a man should not bring himself with pride before the omnipresent, for whoever displays pride before God suffers disgrace. Four leaders' pride can open the door to many kinds of transgressions. Rabbi Yosef ben Shanina teaches that whoever elevates himself at the cost of his fellow's degradation has no share in Olam Haba.42 An apt description of behavior to avoid is found in Tractate Beitza in the teaching of Rabbi Nathan Bar Abba in the name of Rav. There we learn that the rich Jews of Babylon will go down to Jehenim, for once a rabbi went to Babylon and asked for facilities to help his trading, but they would not accommodate him or give him food. These are the mixed multitude, Egyptians who joined the children of Israel during the exodus from Egypt. Whoever is not merciful to his fellow man reveals that he is not a descendant of Abraham. 43 Concerning the arrogant, we learn in Tractate Baba Batra that the arrogant fall to Jehenim, so too when one strays from the word of the Torah. He that departs from the way of 
164. Understanding shall rest in the congregation of shades, and he will not know their guests, and will enter in the depths of Sheol. 44 In Tractate Kalah, Rabbi Yehuda teaches that the bold-faced are destined to Jehenim and the shame-faced to Eden. 45. 39. Rabbi Nachman Stories 290. 40. Midrash Rabbah Bamidbar 420. 41. Ibid. Bereshit 1, 5. 42. Beitza 32b. 43. Baba Batra 79a. 44. Kalah Rabbati. 13. Humility. In the Talmud Tractate Sanhedrin, we learn from Rabbi Yahashua ben Levi that one of a humble spirit is accounted as if he brought all the offerings in the Holy Temple, and his prayers are not despised, as it says in Tehillim Ps. 51, 17, the sacrifices of Elohim, God, are a broken spirit and a contrite heart, Elohim he will not despise. One so much depends on humility. We learn that if the ruling power should come to you, cast not away your humility, as whoever casts away his humility causes death to befall him in the world by. 165. Causing his generation to sin. To a man cannot be arrogant if he has true spiritual awareness, knowing before whom he stands. 45. Sanhedrin 43b. 46. Midrash Rabbah Koel at 10-4. In the minor tractate of the Talmud Kalah Rabbati, the sages tell us not to be impatient, as this alienates one from his fellow man. Three, a humble person will always have the patience to accept each one as he is. If he sees things in people that the Torah teaches are evil, he will not in impatience push the person away, but as one would a sick person he will draw him closer to heal him. Each soul is most precious. There is no person who does not deserve your attention. There may be those you are unable to help for some reason, but this is no reason to despise them. As your wisdom expands, God will guide you to be able to help more people in more situations. Rabbah explains that wisdom is guided by humility as a door fits to its threshold. You must become accustomed to extend yourself in this trait of humility. Then your door will become larger, and you will be able to help and share with more people. 4. We learn that the highest order of wisdom is obtained through fear, i.e., awe, not fright. Now, we add that humility is what gives us a certain capacity to receive this wisdom, just as wisdom will open the door to many good things as shown above. The sages teach that the haughty spirit will in the end stumble through an unfaithful married woman. A lowly spirit will be. 166. Free from the judgment of Jehenim and saved from evil visitation of the world. If one through arrogance is unfaithful to God, God will equally turn away from him. We can see that one who opens his door in arrogance has different results than one who does so in humility. One can avoid many judgments in this world through humility. Rabbi Shnur Zalman teaches in the Tanya that for every favor the Holy One, Blessed is he, bestows on a Jew, resulting in bringing him closer, as he sees God's hand in his life, he. 47. Kala Rabbati 53a. 48. Ibid. 55a. Becomes ever more humble to the lowest plane much more as nothing and non-existence. 5. The righteous man through his humility sees that all his blessings are from his Creator, while the wicked receives judgments from God and, through arrogance, sees them only as chance occurrences until things come to such desperate straits that he will be forced to humble himself and ask for help. There is a type of pride that is good that does not breed arrogance, as Rabbeinu Baki teaches that laudable is the pride of the wise man in his wisdom or the righteous man in his work when it is an expression of gratitude to his Creator for the benefits bestowed upon him and of his joy therein inducing him to increase these endowments and be zealous in their use. 6 It is necessary to teach this, as so many never ascend into holiness because they cling to the feeling of lowliness, feeling inadequate because of their past transgressions. This teaching is necessary also to remove false conceptions of humility. 
Moses, our teacher, was the humblest of men yet knew who he was that he was the greatest leader. Before you can reach pride in holiness you must act upon the words of Rabbeinu Bakya, as he teaches that one is obligated while in this world to avoid sloth and inertia, and to work with humility, lowliness, and renunciation of pride. 167. Keeping away from haughtiness, presumptuousness, and arrogance. 7. In Kad HaKemak, Rabbi Bakya teaches that shame entails discretion and humility as well as aspects of scorn and disgrace. Discretion and humility require one to be ashamed before God and man. People will observe many of the commandments of the Torah out of shame. Divested of. 49. Tanya 395. 50. Duties of the Heart 2-114. 51. Ibid. 271. This shame they cast off the yoke of the Torah and the fear of God to uphold injustice and pervert the truth. 8. The revelation at Sinai and the mighty and fearful visions were intended to invest Israel with qualities of discretion and shame, but pride causes a person to speak perversely. Pride forces him to deviate from the way of truth and speak things that are unfounded. 9. To be meek means to be gentle in word and deed to all people. Humility procures for one a fourfold benefit in this world fear of God, wealth, honor, and life. 10 of all traits King Solomon said to proceed on an intermediate course, but regarding humility he instructed us to bend toward extreme self-effacement. Humility is one of the traits that distinguishes one as a descendant of Abraham. 11. 168. 52. Kad HaKemak, Chapter Shaming. 53. Ibid, Chapter Haughtiness. 54. Ibid. 55. Ibid, Chapter Humility. 14. Just way. Gate 6. After much Torah learning, one is able to clearly see the errors of the past and realize ways he can begin to do complete teshuvah, which means returning to God and rectifying the damage of past errors. Rav Kahana in Pesita teaches that repentance, like the sea, is always open, prayer is a mikvah, having set times when open. If one is at the sea, he can find a suitable place to immerse, do teshuvah. One can repent at any time in any place. 1. Rebbe Nachman teaches that to return to God one must be an expert in halakha, which literally means going. 169. 56. Pesikta Drabai Kahana, Pesikta 24. So that wherever one goes, nothing discourages him not even his own backsliding. 2. Rabbi Yehuda teaches, concerning the 613 mitzvot of the Torah, that the Holy Blessed One gave 613 counsels unto man in order that he might attain perfect attachment to God. 3. Even in the lowest pit of Gehenim, it is possible to draw oneself closer to God. From every place, no matter how low, the very act of seeking God asking, Where is the place of His glory? The most exalted essence brings healing and reconstruction. Through this alone will the ultimate ascent be attained. 4. The evil inclination is like a stone. We must keep chipping away at it till it is entirely removed so that no one will trip over it. 5. Even the biggest obstacles, if worked upon, will gradually be overcome. The Holy One does not expect anything from us that we cannot do, but that which we can do is expected from us. Rabbeinu Bakya teaches that persistence in transgression indicates that one despises the Word of God and so prepares himself for punishment. But if a sinner beseeches pardon and abandons his sin out of fear of God his iniquities are gradually diminished and become less and less until they are entirely cleansed and cleared by Teshuvah. 6. Teshuvah has many expressions and aspects ultimately tailored for each soul. Yet the sages. 170. Teach us that the Holy One asks no more of Israel except repentance by way of words. This is confirmed in the words of the prophet Hosea as he states. Take with you words and return to God. 
7 Of course these words must come from one who calls upon him. 57. Advice 88. 58. Zohar 2 colon 82b. 59. Advice 88. 60. Pesita Drabai Kahana. Pesita 24. 61. Duties of the Heart 2, 157. 62. Hosea 14:3. In truth, and with a true heart you will always find the action corresponding to the word. The sages teach us that when a man does teshuvah he converts into pious deeds every one of the many sins of which he is guilty great is the power released from the klipot, spiritual husks, by true teshuvah. In accomplishing teshuvah, remember this guideline, that only offerings brought willingly and cheerfully are for God, but if brought as fulfilling an obligation it is to his fires and not to his name. Nine for teshuvah to be complete it must be more than just a going through the motions, but must be offered in a manner at least as willingly and joyfully as the transgressions were done. Rabbi Bakya teaches concerning Teshuvah that we can learn from the laws of koshering vessels, an impure vessel must be broken. One must leave arrogance and come to submissiveness. 10 This is essential, as one can make correction for past misdeeds but one must submit to the yoke of the 248 positive commandments, for their lack of fulfillment cannot be rectified, as taught by Rabbi Shnur Zalman that when one does Teshuvah for not fulfilling a positive commandment, the illumination that he missed by not fulfilling the commandment is still withheld from him. If one transgresses a negative injunction, by Teshuvah and Yom Kippur one can be cleansed of his transgression, but on Yom Kippur one cannot. 171. Gain the illumination that he lost by not fulfilling one of the 248 positive commandments. Each being one of the spiritual limbs of the king. 11. In another place concerning an explanation of the nature of Teshuvah. Rabbi Shnur Zalman teaches that the Nefesh Elikat, the godly soul, that has fallen from a lofty peak, the 63. Midrash Rabbah Shemot 31, 1. 64. Ibid. Vayikra 27, 12. 65. Kad HaKemak, Chapter Rosh Hashanah. 66. Malbim Parsha Bereshit. True life, into a deep pit, the chambers of defilement, the Sitra Akra, the other side, must be raised in Teshuvah by arousing supreme compassion to the Neshama and Nefesh Elikit from their life-giving source emanated from the Shet China that has descended into the chambers of the other side from one's evil thoughts and schemes. By arousing these to Teshuvah and holiness, the Shet China is returned out of exile. There is a need to crush and subdue the husk of the Sitra Akra by attaining, at times, a broken spirit and heart over the exile of the Shet China. 12 We further learn by meditating on the greatness of the eternal and deep contemplation over Pasukat Zimra, which form the beginning of the liturgy of the morning prayers, and the Shema and its two preceding blessings. One can then approach the Shemona Esrei, the central prayer service, which is Teshuvah Allah, the higher Teshuvah. This is accomplished through humility that arouses divine compassion, which is Teshuvah Tata, the lower Teshuvah. 13 One should experience Teshuvah Allah all his days so they are filled with great joy. 14. Rabbi Avraham teaches us in meditation of the sad soul, concerning one of Teshuvah's highest ends, that Yaakov is described as a man dwelling in tents, showing that he did not occupy himself with acquiring objects of this world. The reward of the world to come. 172. The Torah describes as the heritage of Jacob, showing us that the man who separates himself from this world inherits the glory of the world to come. This is the nature of Teshuvah that brings redemption. I5 Rabbi Avraham further teaches that one undergoes great change when he does Teshuvah. A transgressor who. 67. To meet 32b. 68. Tanya 379. 69. Ibid. 385. 70. 
Meditation of the Sad Soul 82. Does not believe in the commandments can be called a seeker or convert to the way of faith when he returns to the right way. 16 The seeker has many teachers with many paths before him, God has many faces to which one can return. Rabbi Schnur Zalman teaches that one embarks on worship only through joy. If one is not capable of going from extreme humility to joy it is advised that the time of Teshuvah for him is Tikkun Chatzas, the midnight meditation. If this cannot be accomplished nightly, one should attempt it at least one night every week before Shabbat. The Hebrew letters for Shabbat can be arranged to spell Teshuvah as it is on the order of the higher Teshuvah, as worlds ascend to their source at this time. 17 Even the coarsest soul, if brought to the service of the Holy Blessed One by meditating on the Torah and doing Tikkun Chatzas, can come to break the shell around his heart and shed true tears over the exile of the Shechina, but few ever make this effort, unfortunately. The service at midnight is only one part of a long path that has helped Jews in many generations do Teshuvah. To understand the way of Teshuvah, one is advised to learn the book Shari Teshuvah, Gates of Repentance. In this very holy book the way of Teshuvah is explicitly shown for those who have eyes to see and ears to hear, but here I will bring forth a summation of its teaching, as no discussion of Teshuvah can be complete without its concepts discussed. 173. Teshuvah finds its beginning in the forsaking of transgression. One feels sorrow over his transgressions, suffers because of the past, experiences worry and shame, humbles himself before all people, practices humility indeed, and breaks the physical desire for transgression. One must do the opposite of the transgression, become aware of the penalty of. 71. Ibid. 88. 72. Tanya 379. Each transgression one has been involved with, begin regarding lesser transgressions as severe, confess, pray, correct misdeeds, pursue loving-kindness and truth, see one sins constantly before him, forsake sin when the desire is strong, and turn other people from transgression. All these are the ways of Teshuvah. Do not become discouraged, as the accomplishment is not easy and requires much work. For example, it is difficult at times to abstain from transgression, and to actually break the physical desire for it is another matter, but persistence in these matters will yield success. In each of the activities of Teshuvah listed above there is much to contemplate and understand. For example concerning the concept of confession of sins, the sages teach that transgression against God should be covered, and our confession should be to God alone. During the time of the temple, when one committed a transgression unintentionally he could bring a sin offering, but for intentional transgression one had to do Teshuvah. The path of Teshuvah has been well trodden over the generations. As in all divine service, there is the element of love and fear. Rabbi Moshe Ashlik teaches that Teshuvah through love turns sins into merit and Teshuvah through fear transmutes intentional sins to the level of unintentional. 18 Every man has his own portion in Gan Eden, Garden of Eden, and Jehenim, Hell. If he is worthy he acquires not only his own portion in Gan. 174. Eden but his fellows also. A man who is not worthy must pass over his portion and gone Aden to another who is more worthy than themselves. Do not console yourself that even if you suffer in Gehenim for your indulgences, such a sojourn is only temporary, and you will later receive reward for your Torah learning and enjoy all that the world to come has to offer. King Solomon warns that one can forfeit all the merits that they have accumulated and these may be given to someone else. Chuvat done from love converts sins to merit and protects man as a shield. So do Teshuvah now. In Tractate Berekat, Rabba Bar Shanina teaches that if one commits a sin and is ashamed of it, all his sins are forgiven. 19 God wants our hearts, not empty rituals performed over and over. True Teshuvah can change the world in a moment. 
We learn in Tractate Rosh Hashanah from Rabbi Yochanan that great is the power of Teshuvah for it rescinds a man's final sentence. 20 Concerning such Teshuvah, Rabbi Yitzhak teaches that Teshuvah is only affected by the Sur. 73. Torah Moshe. 74. Vireka 12b, Alshich Mishli. 75. Rosh Hashanah 17b. Render of 1 Su 1.21 How blessed is one soul if it departs from the body while engaged in a state of Teshuvah. In Tractate of Oitazara, the sages teach that even if Yisrael does but a few good deeds at a time, God makes them accumulate as a great sum. Each of our acts of Teshuvah builds together, bringing us closer, step by step, to God. Rabbi Abba teaches that God sometimes will deprive one of monetary possessions in this world so that he will be worthy to merit the eternal world to come. God, blessed is he, does these things to help us, guiding us step by step in Teshuvah, bringing us closer to him. Rabbi Abahu teaches that God will visit the iniquities of the righteous man upon him so that he may pay his debt rather than. 175. Have it collected as a lump sum, here too we see God guiding our lives in kindness in a concealed way. God shows us these patterns of supervision, which are superficially hidden, when we look into the stories of our forefathers and other narratives in the Torah. Avraham and Yitzhak did not give birth to holy female souls. For this reason they were forced to roam the world to find soulmates who were sparks of holiness trapped among the Gentiles. Rabbi Yochanan teaches us in the name of Rabbi Shimon bar Yochai that the sin of the golden calf and King David's incident with Bat-Sheva were contrary to the nature of both Israel and King David. God created these situations only to show us that no matter how grievous the sin, there is Teshuvah. Everyone carries with him all the tools needed to do Teshuvah, and these tools are light from their mitzvot. Rav Shemuel ben Nachman teaches that every good deed one does precedes him and walks in front of him in the world to come, as prophet Isaiah states, your righteousness shall go before you, is. 58-8. Likewise, every transgression clasps and leads him on the day of judgment. Rabbi Eliezer teaches that it is tied to him as to a dog.22 For these things we must do Teshuvah. Even if one has committed. 76. Zohar 3 122 b. 77. Avoid Azara 8a, Alshachon Proverbs. Grievous transgressions after Teshuvah, he will find himself in a place of honor. Rebbe teaches that repentance are not only accepted in the world to come, but are even called Rabbi. 23. In Tractate Menachot, Rabbi Ashi teaches that if one puts his trust in the Holy One, he is his refuge in this world and the world to come. Rabbi Yehuda ben Ilya teaches. Concerning Teshuvah, that this world is like the letter He, which is like a building, closed on three sides. 176. And open on one, whoever wishes to go astray may do so, but the leg of the hay is suspended to show that whoever does Teshuvah after leaving may re-enter. If a man does Teshuvah he is assisted, if he comes to defile himself, they open the door for him, if he repents, the Holy Blessed One sets a crown upon him. 24. How great is the power of Teshuvah! Rabbi Yochai bar Yahashua teaches that whoever diverts his mind from sexual thoughts, turning from temptation, is worthy to function as the Kohen Gadol, the high priest, offering a burnt offering on the altar, and is sustained by the luster of the Shechina. Such is the merit of one who turns away from transgression instead of being as Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov describes, one who by masturbating commits murder and is destined to be slaughtered as an animal having no portion in the world to come. He forfeits his life, as taught in Tractate Kala Rabbatai. 25 One must be careful in what he allows to enter the sight and mind, so as not to be led astray with impure thoughts. Robin Shimon ben Gamliel tells us of another way of destruction that we must avoid in Tractate of Odrabi Nathan, that the nations destroy their inhabitants by taxes. 78. Ibid. 17a. 
79. Menachot 29b. 80. Midrash Rabbah Bereshit 16-2. Spend their days going after something that is of no worth at all. Everyone knows the phrase you can't take it with you, but things of this category, unfortunately, are the only things most people ever pursue. If one spends his life pursuing these things, never thinking about the joy of sharing and giving, there will be none with whom to share. In the end, one's selfish ways will return unto him when he is left with nothing. Why should one expect the heavenly court to? 177. Show mercy to him who never does so himself. As Abba Yudin teaches in the Midrash, if a man spits up in the air, it will land on his face. 29. What do we need of this world? Robin Shimon ben Gamliel praised the men of the East for meeting in a field. 30. God does not grant men favor for building the biggest building. Meeting in a field is more than adequate and praiseworthy, but there is an advantage to praying indoors, as will be discussed later with the help of the Holy One. The main point is that so much is wasted that could have been used better. In commentary on Tractate Berekah, the sages teach that it is a precept of the Torah not to destroy any object, such as food or clothing, that is required to sustain human life, even an amount the size of an olive.31 If we do not need a lavish building to worship in, how much more waste is there in building one's personal home in such a manner? Our father Avraham gave us a perfect example of how to use our property, eliminating waste, as Rabbi Shanina ben Dosa teaches in Perkei Drebel Eliezer that nothing of the ram offered by Avraham instead of Yitzhak went to waste. All was used, its ashes became the base of the inner altar, its sinews were strung on King David's harp, its skin became Elijah's. 81. Hibid. 7 8. 82. Hibid. 7 83. Rav Bartner Amishna Berekat 8-4. Garment, the left horn Moshe blew at Mount Sinai, and the right horn will be blown in the world to come. 32 Rabbi Eliezer teaches that the money of the righteous is more dear to them than their persons, to waste is his robbery. 33. In all ways, we must proceed with humility, everything one does must be purely for the sake of the Holy One, for in that way, there will be no self-indulgent waste. In Tractate Semikot, the sages teach that one who honors his parents after. 178. Their death does so only for the sake of heaven. 34. In all our divine service, we should strive for this selfless lowliness if, in some ways, it is difficult to attain. In the fulfillment of each commandment, one must strive to involve all powers of his soul and all his might. This is the selfless service that is expected. No, every human faculty can become perverted if one allows their evil inclination to gain the upper hand. Misused imagination becomes fantasy, the greatest enemy of man. Seducing him to believe momentary pleasure is the solution to all his problems. Lust drives the chariot of the evil inclination. The seat on which it sits is pride. In Pesikta, it is explained that when, with a heated imagination, a man commits an act of unchastity, all his limbs are quick to obey, but when setting out to fulfill a commandment the body protests from deep within him, as the evil inclination is king over the 248 limbs. The inclination for good can be likened to a king in a prison. Thus we see that the king must be freed from prison so that we may fulfill the commandments with greater zeal and enthusiasm than when we engage in mundane physical pleasures. This discussion raises a question because it is known that the 248 limbs correspond to the 248 positive commandments of the Torah. Yet if this is so, why do we learn in Pesikta that the evil inclination is king of the 248 limbs? We find a bit of the answer in Tractate Kala Rabadi, where the sages teach that a man's sins are engraved on his bones. 84. Prakade Drebo Eliezer, C.H. 31. 85. Midrash Rabashamot I, 21. 86. Simchat 48a. Even if the bones are vessels for the light of the 248 commandments, 
as taught in Kabbalah, we see here that the evil inclination engraves one's transgressions on his bones. As the evil inclination is active from 179. One's youth, one must overcome these scars so that he may completely fulfill the positive commandments, making the vessels of his bones conduits of divine light. We also learn, in Tractate Kala Rabadi, that all one's merits are written on one's right hand. The sages conclude that one should be industrious and full of energy. 35 With this energy we can go forward in fulfilling the instruction of our sages, letting our words be only for the sake of heaven, love heaven, fear heaven, and be eager to rejoice in all the commandments. 36 The revelation of divine light and elevation of the soul is only a matter of directing energy, taking inspiration and activities that are in the path of correction for our souls. We need to elevate those traits that prevent us from being effective conduits of light. A Zadik is a conduit of light, a holy man, but the word literally means righteous one. It is by obtaining the nature of uprightness that we can fulfill our role in the creation. We are taught some important guidelines for our behavioral traits in Tractate Kala Rabadi, where we learn that the shamefaced cannot learn, the impatient cannot teach, those occupied in only physical things cannot be pious, the empty-headed cannot know the fear of heaven, and those engaged in business cannot acquire wisdom. 37 These are all areas in which people commonly fail and thus are unable to reach their spiritual objectives. One must be bold enough to ask the needed questions when learning, yet humble enough to not. 87. Kala Rabadi 52b. Gra Anagata. 88. Thibit. 53a. 89. Thibit. 53b. Be impatient with others. One's spiritual purpose in his activities should never be far from mind and action, for the spiritual awareness can fade quickly, as is the case with those who empty the holiness from their minds by being completely. 180. Preoccupied in business matters. Do not ever forget that your employment is only a means of physical sustenance, do not let it become your life. A similar danger exists in emptying the mind out and doing nothing but wasting time, as it is taught that the empty-headed cannot know the fear of heaven. It is only by cleaving to the Holy One in thought that we can gain the fear of heaven. Remember these rules and search them through and you will always find yourself able to learn and teach God's Torah with the fear of heaven close at hand, and your days will bring you closer to reaching the height of your soul's power of revelation. With this you will see, as Rabbi Bakya describes, that the soul nourishes the entire body by the cluster of joy derived from perceiving God. 38. In a more specific context the sages, in Tractate Kala Rabadi, teach that the Torah is acquired by 48 distinctions. I shall list them here for you in the rudimentary form in which they appear in the Gomorrah, and I will leave it for you to search out and contemplate these distinctions, as they are vast enough that a book should be written on them alone. Therefore here are the 48 distinctions by which the Torah is acquired, sedateness, knowledge of the Torah, good manners, moderation of sleep, moderation of conversation, business, hilarity, pleasure, and intercourse with the world, patience, goodness of heart, confidence in the wise, resignation to affliction, study, hearing, ordered speech presentation, an understanding and discerning heart, rising out. 38.Kod HaKemak, Chapter Morning. Of respect, reverence, wisdom, meekness, attending scholars, painstaking examination with colleagues, keen discussion with students, knowing one's place, rejoicing in one's lot, making offense of one's words, claiming no credit. 181. For oneself, loving God, loving reproof, loving just courses, loving rectitude, keeping far from worldly honor, not priding oneself concerning one's learning, not delighting in giving decisions, bearing a fellow's yoke, judging in a scale of merit, guiding others to peace and truth, being deliberate in study, asking and answering questions, hearing and adding to what is heard, making one's teacher wiser, concentration on one's discourse, 
and repeating a statement in the name of a sage. This brings redemption to the world. 39 Understand these well, and you will be on your way to applying a proper understanding of the ways of the Torah, and appear justified before his creatures as before the Holy One, 40 as is taught by the sages. The sages in the small tractates of the Talmud enumerate many good discourses concerning the path that is just, and much great agata where the secrets of the Torah may be found, it is good for one to look there. There are 63 tractates, Bava Kama, Bava Batra and Bava Metzia are counted as one. There is more than a lot to learn. In Kalarebati the sages teach that one should not leave his teacher or his friend without asking his permission. 41 The circle of people with whom we become close is by no means an arbitrary arrangement but is so in order that corrections can be made in this incarnation. Upon our social interaction the primary judgment of our soul rests, as we learn from the words of King David when he states, God judges the people, judge me according to my righteousness, according to that which is in me, Psalm 7-8. The word judge in Hebrew is mishpat, and the laws that regulate social. 90. Kala Rabadi 54a. 91. Ibid. 54b. 92. Ibid. Behavior and community interaction are called mishpatim. So many secrets are held in the words of the house of the Mashiach. Let the Tehilim. 182. Psalms, be very close to your heart. Concerning the way of the mishpatim the sages teach that one should not weep in the presence of those who are rejoicing or rejoice among those who are weeping or be awake among those who are sleeping. 42 One may always be rejoicing for the Shechina can be found in all places, as we learn in Pesikta from Rabbi Kahana that God showed Himself to Moshe in a lowly thorn bush to show that there is no place on earth devoid of the Shechina. 43. One should always take advantage of the different revelations of the Torah to be found in different places. The sages speak in many places about the revelation of Torah learning at rivers. As a river flows to meet the sea, so too the whole continually is progressing toward its completion. The Malbim teaches that there is nothing within the creation that does not require completion. The works of creation were not finished to perfection so that man should merit in completing them. Man must remove the husk and residue from everything that came into existence during the initial creation, and in doing so bring the creation into a state of perfection. This process begins with circumcision.44 This is as we learned, that the Shechina is to be found in all places. And it may be revealed in all things with the elevation and removal of the husks, revealing the sparks of light that have fallen, as spoken of in Kabbalah, this being the purpose of the creation. Each of us makes permanent contributions. Being active participants in the ongoing creation. Rabbi Moshe Ashlik. 93. Ibid. 54a. 94. Pesikta Drabi Kahana. Pesikta 1. 95. Malbim Parshal Lech Lacha. Reveals that the effects of our mitzvot are eternal, as it says in the Torah, Chuk Olam, an eternal statute. 45. 183. These commandments continually bring kindness into the world, as is taught by Elijah the prophet that the people Israel were at first shocked by the harshness of the Torah as given at Mount Sinai, but came to realize that in each and every regulation the compassion of God is abundant. 46 The law may be made in severity, the force of restriction, as it limits behavior, but all these limitations only create a vessel for revelation of the great love of the Holy Blessed One that He wishes to bestow upon the creation. When one fails to fulfill a commandment then that aspect of the Creator's love is not bestowed upon Him. Just as two people are drawn together by love creating a bond between them, so our souls are bound to God. It states in the Torah that whoever does not properly observe the laws of Shabbat as well as other great commandments will receive carrot excision which the sages teach is the opposite of being gathered unto His people as is described in the passing of Moshe and our own. By fulfilling the commandments we receive God's love, 
and by neglect of the precepts we fail to draw the love of God to our souls. When the body has finished its job and is no longer able to function, the soul rises from the body, but if it failed to perform the commandments, it is not drawn to God it has not established a bond of love with God while in a body so it is not gathered to its people, as Moshe and Aharon, but ends up cut off from its people. Such is the sad state for one who does not express his love for God in this world. In expressing this love of the fulfillment of the commandments Rabbi Elazar ben Shimon teaches that a father's honor. 96. Torah Moshe. 97. Tanad Bey Eliyahu Rabbah. p. 122. Is on the same level as a mother's, 47 by honoring the parents who brought us into this world, we honor God who brought us into this world. Th. 184. Sages continually remind us to not be overly occupied with things of this world, and in doing so they give us instruction in its many ways. Rabbi Levi teaches that one should spend according to his means on food, spend less than he can afford on clothing, and on a home spend more than he can afford, as it says, they dwelt in the whole world. 48 It is important to live in an environment that is favorable for Torah learning and fulfillment of the commandments. One should spend more, if necessary, to achieve this end, for in all matters good judgment rests on moderation and balance. Balance is what the world rests upon, being harmony, which is an expression of beauty, a revelation of God's will. Concerning this, Rabbi Kahana teaches that whenever Israel performs God's will they enhance the power of Yesod, foundation. 49 According to Kabbalah, the Sphira Yesod is the trait of Tzedek righteousness. By our doing the Holy One's will, the power of righteousness is enhanced, this being the foundation of all righteousness in the earth. Our individual actions can seem of little consequence, but are of great significance in the big picture. Likewise, evil causes great damage to the big picture. Rabbi Kahana tells us that three are called wicked, he who raises his hand against his fellow man, he who borrows but does not repay, and he who makes strife. 50 As the righteous man increases righteousness in the earth, men like these three do the opposite. So much rests upon our actions. As we learn in Perkei Drebo Eliezer that whoever preserves one life. 98. Midrash Rabbah Bereshit 1, 15. 99. Ibid. 20, 12. 100. Pesita Drabai Kahana. Pesita 25. 101. Ibid, Pesita 28. Is as if he kept alive the whole world, earning this world and the world to come. 51. The whole Torah will be for us as an inheritance if we fill. 185. The days of our life with righteousness. Rabbi Kahana teaches that all Torah, all wisdom, is of little matter, but in the heart of a man who fears God and carries out the Torah's precepts is the entire Torah and wisdom. 52 Our righteousness, from fulfilling God's will in fear and love, makes us a vessel with desire to learn the wisdom of God's Torah. The acquisition of the Torah is possible by fulfilling the commandments in fear of God. All that stands in the way is the evil inclination. Yet Rabbi Kahana teaches that the evil inclination is as iron, when put in fire one can make with it that which he desires the words of the Torah are fire. 53. Concerning elevating the sparks by fulfilling the commandments, the sages teach in the Midrash that to call on the name of God is to make converts. 54. While we are in exile we can share the seven Noachid precepts and their implications with the people around us. This is a unique opportunity that exists during our exile, and among these people we can reclaim the souls of converts. The sages teach that he who attempts to resist the wave is swept away, but he who bends before it is not swept away. 55 In exile we may not be able to fulfill many precepts such as those involving the holy temple, may it be rebuilt speedily in our days, but we are given the opportunity to sanctify the holy name before the nations as it says in the Torah, recount his glory among the nations, Chronicles 16 24. 
we must take advantage of all the unusual opportunities that we are given in exile among the nations too. 102. Perke Drebo Lezer, ch. 48. 103. Pesik to Drabai Kahana, Supplement 1. 104. Ibid, Supplement 3. 105. Midrash Rabbah Bereshit 39, 16. 106. Ibid. 44, 14. Fulfill the commandments. If one has flexibility, he can do much. Again it should be mentioned how important. 186. Our social interactions are before God, as they allow us so many opportunities to direct our hearts toward heaven. In this manner, Rabbi Yitzhak teaches that when one mentions the name of a righteous man one should also offer him blessing. 56 In the course of our social interactions we are given many opportunities to bring the holy name to mind. Thus even in what can seem the most mundane circumstances. God is ever before us. In the marketplace, God is close to us and watches over us as we fulfill the commandments. Our prayer protects us from the nations that could, heaven forbid, persecute us, as the sages teach that when the voice of Jacob rings out in the house of prayer, Esau has no hands. 57. I hope by now it is becoming clear that in all your ways, you should know God. There is an aspect of Torah in all situations. Rabbi Levi teaches that the meditation of the mandrake roots was so acceptable that two tribes arose from them, Yisachar and Zebulun. 58 Many are the ways of the Torah in this world and the next. Rabbi Ishian teaches that the dead hear their praises as in a dream. Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish teaches that the only difference between the righteous dead and the living is that the living can speak. 59 The sages teach that love shown after one's death is true love. 6 oh, The mitzvahs we do for the living and dead in the market and houses of study give us our place in relation to God. Rabbi Yenai teaches that God is. 107. Ibid. 49, 11. 108. Ibid. 65 20. 109. Ibid. 72-5. 110. Ibid. 96. 111. Ibid. King in the world is his orchard, in which he has placed Israel to keep the orchard, to do his work and receive full reward having entry into. 187. Gone eaten, but he who does not keep it is faced with Gehenim. 61 We either walk with God in his ways, bringing us to Gone Eden or, heaven forbid, turn away from God, distancing ourselves from him by our behavior as the approach is made to Gehenim. To the righteous retribution is slow in coming, yet a good decree is quickly fulfilled. 62 Even if one is walking toward Gehenim, heaven forbid even if his 248 limbs are stained with transgression as long as the ear hearkens to the Torah the whole body is vivified. 63 From this we see that even if one seems very far from the ways of the Torah, the right words will draw the ear near and vivify the body with God's will. A few words can open up so much but the sages teach that nothing good or peaceful ever results from strife. 64 Thus, the right hand can bring one who is distant close, but to find the strife of argument accomplishes no good. In the teaching of Rabbi Nachman we learn that all disputes exist because people do not have faith, reverence, humility, and truth. Disputes can lead to causeless hatred. A dispute arises when one party wants to enter into the space of another. All disputes exist on the level of space. 65 If one can bring his fellow closer with words, let it be but if their words only lead to strife they are better left unspoken, as there is always something more constructive to do. Rabbi Yahashua teaches that God has rewarded us by. 112. Ibid. Shemot 2 6. 113. Ibid. 3, 13. 114. Ibid. 27 9. 115. Ibid. 3017. 116. Rabbi Nachman Stories 405. 
giving us many commandments, which are our very life. 66 Why waste time arguing when one can cling to the source of his life? By doing so. 188. He brings life to himself and even the angels, as the sages teach that angels are sustained only by the splendor of the Shechina.67 to bring such revelation into the creation by way of avoiding argument, thus bringing others closer to God, we need to understand a teaching of Elijah the prophet found in the Midrash. There we learn that we never find God's strength fully displayed toward his creatures for none can withstand it. So that his creatures will not be troubled with burdens and laws, he reveals to each according to his own strength. 68 We see that the severity of the law can push one away, and we must allow others to come back gradually to the ways of the Torah. Each has a portion of the Torah at his own level, because of this Rabbi Yahashua and Rabbi Levi teach that when leaders allow themselves to be led by the common man, they share in the visitation that follows. 69 Leaders cannot succumb to lowering themselves in the quality of their divine service to find favor with the masses, for example, if everyone rushes through the minha, afternoon, prayer while the leader of the group is not accustomed to rush through rather it is his way to contemplate the words of prayer let him do so and set an example. Concerning leaders, Elijah teaches us that every sage in Israel is in anguish because of the iniquities of his generation, the wise bearing the iniquities of their generations. No mortal is aware of their anguish. 70 It is easy for anyone to become sad over the fallen state of the Shechina, when we see our 117. Midrash Rabashimot 3020. 118. Ibid. 32 4. 119. Ibid. 34. 1. 120. Midrash Rabba Dovarim 1, 10. 121. Tanad Bey Eliyahu Rabbah, p. 136. Brothers who do not even know that it is the Torah that is the heritage of Israel, others fulfilling the Torah as a burden or prayer done. 189. Over and over again with no excitement or joy. Such is not the way the Torah was meant to be fulfilled. This can certainly bring one to sadness. But there is a remedy, because the sages teach in the Midrash that those who study the Torah give forth light wherever they may be. It is like standing in a dark room with a light in hand. 71 While in exile, there are so many places we can bring light. We can learn Torah in places that have never before seen the light of Torah. While others may fulfill the Torah as a burden, in sadness, we can see the infinite opportunities to fulfill the Torah each time as never before, enjoy. It is with this attitude that we can overcome the anguish of exile. Not only do we overcome the anguish of exile by finding opportunities in the exile that can bring joy to our divine service as spoken of above, but this type of service helps all Israel. As Rabbi Yahashua ben Korcha teaches that all Israel is as one soul. 72. For one who has this level of divine service, there can be found peace and greatest peace, as taught by Rabbi Shimon bar Yochai, since all blessings are comprised therein. It is the only commandment one is bound to pursue, as all others are incumbent only when opportunity for them arises. Even a lie can be said for the sake of peace. The Mashiach will commence with peace.73 Ultimately, not only will we have peace but, Rav teaches, the precepts were given with the express purpose of purifying mankind.74 Thus, the precepts bring purification to the world. The precepts bring salvation, as Rabbi Levi teaches that salvation comes from the holiness of the deeds to one's credit. Because of this, we must fill our 122. Midrash Rabbah Shemot 36 3. 123. Midrash Rabbah Vayikra 4 6. 124. Hivit. 9 9. 125. Hivit. 13 3. Deeds with holiness. Our fulfillment of the commandments has to touch the divine. To reach this goal of holiness, keep in mind the teachings. 190. 
of Rabbi Yahashua ben Levi that whoever fences himself from sexual immorality is called holy.75 With this as a foundation, one can go on to perform deeds of holiness. Concerning such deeds, Rabbi Shia teaches that a man should learn Torah, observe and perform precepts, teach others, maintain scholars if possible, and protest against wrongdoing even if he feels he is not strong enough to do so. Such a one is called blessed. 76. Rabbi Abin teaches that entertaining a wise man in one's home is as bringing the first fruits to the holy temple. When entertaining wise men, one must throw himself open to all like a wilderness to acquire wisdom and Torah, acquiring and imparting the Torah with all men.77 In each thing that we do we can bring God to mind, as He has instruction for us, as the sages teach that God left not a thing in this world in which He did not charge Israel with a commandment. 78 This is in accordance with the teaching of Rabbi Meir that for every single breath a man breathes he may praise his CRE Otor.79 That way, impure thoughts do not have a moment to take refuge in the mind. To dwell on something stupid for a moment may seem harmless enough, but Rabbi Yahashua teaches that it is better to die 100 times than to feel envy even once.80 Though it may seem insignificant to us, such is not the case. Let us all learn from the teaching of Rabbi Eliezer that the whole wisdom of the whole Torah is comprised in one thing. 126. Ibid. 24-6. 127. Ibid. 25, 1. 128. Ibid. Bamidbar 17. 129. Ibid. 13, 15. 130. Ibid. Devarim 237. 131. Ibid. 9-9. The Fear of God. 81 With this fear one will approach all the commandments with proper perspective, and not take any action lightly. 191. This fear will keep one fulfilling the commandments with strength and awe of God and thus clear of transgression. How essential is this fear? Rabbi Shimon teaches, Woe to the generation whose members, high and low do not rise when the scroll of the Torah is displayed. Who shall come to its aid when the world is in distress and requires protection? We see here that fear opens the gateway for our prayers to reach heaven. Concerning annulling decrees Rabbi Shemuel ben Nachman teaches in Tractate Baba Metziah that he who teaches the son of an ignoramus. Unlearned in Torah, has the holy blessed one annul decrees upon him.82 We can see an allusion to this idea in Sanhedrin, where Rabbi Ashi teaches that if two boats going in opposing directions meet on a river, both will sink if they try to pass simultaneously, so it is proper to let the one with a greater distance to travel proceed first. 83 Likewise when one has the choice to share the Torah with one less learned or go on in his own work, he should help the one who is farther to travel than himself. Rabbi Zerah showed friendship to lawless men in his neighborhood in order to lead them to do Teshuvah.84 even if one has spent his life in transgression. Rabbi Zerah teaches not to despair, Teshuvah can be accomplished very easily, and the weight of transgression can be lifted. It is taught in the name of Rabbi Yehuda and the name of Rabbi Shia that exile atones for half a man's sins. Rabbi. 132. Ibid. 11, 6. 133. Bava Metzia 85a. 134. Sanhedrin 32b. 135. Ibid. 37a. Yochanan teaches that exile atones for everything. Nowadays, our strength against Asev is confined to the power of prayer. Fighting the. 192. Romans in our situation is not appropriate. We must exhaust every other possible means to achieve better conditions till Mashiach comes. The equivalence of war is Chuva. Asef represents jealousy and hatred. 85 God knows the difficult situations we face, but one must not think to use the exile as an excuse for allowing transgression. During exile, 
The power of self-sacrifice is strongest, while we live amongst temptation, and a lack of open divine revelation, we most need to support our faith. The key is as has been taught over and over again that one must keep his mind contemplating God and His Torah, as there is a divine aspect in all things. Then one's mind and heart will be toward heaven and the holy blessed one will be always before him in all his ways. 85. 37b, Sni Lukat Vyashev Lukat Vayashlok. It is good to read along with the podcast The Divine Energy Will Penetrate You Being Greater, Invoking Your Soul. All the books are free, these words need to be reviewed many times to reveal the secret and receive full effect. This will help a real lot. An overview of everything. Including, 1. The Owner's Manual to Prosperity and the Soul for Hindus, Christians, Jews, Buddhists, Muslims and anyone else. 2. The Definitive Biblical Phenomena. 3. The Soul Speak. 4. The Owner's Manual to the Soul Part 1 The Gate. 5. The Owner's Manual to the Soul Part 2 The Kabbalah. 6. The Message. 7. The Book of the Angel Matatroen. 8. Book of Elohim. 9. Tefal in the Owner's Manual. 10. The Mystical Holy Shabbat. 11. The Divine Structure of Unfolding of Heaven and Earth. 12. The Book of YHVH. 13. Markaba the Divine Chariot. You can read and down. Load your free copy of these books at this link. https colon slash slash godsecret.wordpress.com slash 2010 slash 06 slash 23 slash foods you want to eat to live long and healthy phytochemicals slash